So it's our final episode of this season. Oh my God. Time has wound up this quickly. It really has. What do you feel about that? Okay. I feel like we naturally discovered topics that we wanted to talk about. So it wasn't any work. And that I think is the importance of a podcast. Like it has to flow. And that's how we start. That's how we wanted to start our podcast. It's like natural things we would talk about. And then it didn't help that, you know, or it did help that COVID bitch ass showed up. And then, you know, um, all this crime on our black brothers and sisters has continually been around. So we did not like topics to talk about I think it's been easy it has been pretty easy and like having the anchor app to be able to record in different locations that's helped a lot oh yeah um so yeah I think we've learned a lot about you know marketing for a podcast setting it up editing it uh just reaching out to um, audiences and all that so it's been a learning period and we hope that everyone has enjoyed all of the episodes so far um they've been a lot of fun to make you know, the biggest thing, I want to give a shout out to our listeners in Germany and Slovakia. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this spam? Are y'all really right. fucking listening to Where us? Where they come from? I mean, are they checking us out? And y'all some real ones. And the UK. And the let's UK. Not forget about and Listen. And let's give a shout out to a few of our down, what is it? Down hard, down, down. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you are. Whatever you are. Down the ride, listeners. Um, Amy. Amy. Shout out to Amy. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to our episodes and telling your friends about it. Yes. Thank you so much. For sure. I'm going to give a shout out to Mike. Hey, Mike. (laughs) My friend Mike. He he definitely listens to our episodes, gives us feedback. Appreciate it. uh, We really appreciate you being down a ride and a real one. Yeah. Mike sent us our first email. He really did. We appreciate that, Mike. Uh, Yeah. Shout out to you. (laughs) Shout out to you. So keep sharing, keep promoting. We appreciate it, y'all. y'all some real ones this is a friendship podcast where we offer our advice on real life topics we share stories from our past and of course lots of laughs my name is shannon and i'm alexis and today we're talking about friendships we're talking about friendships that end and how insecurity plays a part in that Mm -hmm. so as we all know friendships take a lot of work just like with every relationship and we grow we grow apart a lot and we disagree we may have arguments and and if you can't work through those, they end and it can be really awkward. It can cause a lot of tension um, and it's caused a lot of discussions between me and Alexis. So we said, let's make this into our season finale topic. So here we are ready to dish out some tea to everybody on some things that have happened in our life. And let me clarify, we are no, by no means communicating that we're ending our friendship with you. Okay. (laughs) We are not, this is not a, this is not a, it's not you, it's me kind of conversation. We're letting you know that we can relate. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately we can relate a lot in the last few years about friendships that have ended that we were super close to. Um, For me, I've had one additional friendship that Mm -hmm. ended um, beyond the the ending of a relationship that Shannon and I have experienced together. And uh, your first thought might be, it's y'all bitches. Y'all, y'all the problem. <laughs> Clearly y'all can't keep no friends. But Shannon and I have been friends for 30 damn years. 30 years? 30 years. <laughs> yes. 
20 years. <laughs> Out the womb. <laughs> 20 years. In 20 years, and it felt yeah, like years. damn 30. <laughs> so, you know, we've been friends for 20 years, and Shannon and I have, we've had our ups and downs. I don't even want to say ups and downs. We mainly had ups. <laughs> but we had disagreements, too. I mean, mm-hmm. we disagree on certain things. I mean, we were just talking about this podcast. Like, you know, she's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to, you know, just talking about the intricacies mm-hmm. of how we're going to outlay the Th- mm-hmm. this episode and so you have to learn how to you know take one on the chin if it's something like that and work through it if you determine if the relationships are valuable enough yeah um yeah you i guess in a friendship you have to realize like everyone's flawed you know just like yeah. in a relationship is no different to me everyone's flawed we're not perfect so of course i'm gonna do some shit that annoys alexis mm-hmm. I, she's gonna do some shit that annoys um, me, mm-hmm. but it's like so what? Like right. that's just that's my friend, and right. I love her. Just like with anyone else that I'm, um, I have a relationship with, mm-hmm. and and you have to get to the point in your <clears throat> friendships that you see around those things, and you like you're willing to forgive and to move on and move mm-hmm. past things if you're if that friendship really matters to you. Right. It's kind of like every friendship has its honeymoon phase. Every relationship has its honeymoon phase. I mean, shit, when you go to your job, you're like, oh, this is so wonderful. And then mm-hmm. once you get a project that you're too stressed out about or you don't know how to do, now you want to quit your whole job. Mm-hmm. So you're going to create a whole life change because you can't research how to do a project. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, with everything in life that you you see as worthy as keeping in your life you need to do the work yeah and so um unfortunately though um I quite frankly cannot see and I know listen life we're always in a situation where it's like we're ready to point the finger we're ready to say it wasn't my fault it wasn't my fault Mm -hmm. but I'm someone who does a lot of self-reflection so Mm -hmm. I think a lot about like where did I go wrong what did I do wrong and I like to talk things out and through the tea that we're gonna give you okay you will most likely unless you crazy as hell okay and send us an email so we know who you are hater okay (laughs) send us an email if you don't agree no I'm just kidding but you know know we'll see you'll see through the tea that we share with you that we are not wrong because we've tried our damnedest to try to preserve these relationships we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. and go and fight through the honeymoon phase right Mm -hmm. um so let's get right into it i know y'all wondering like bitch what you talking about and some of y'all might know (laughs) you might already know and you might be tuning in so that you can also get the tea and here it goes possibly (laughs) all right so do you want to go ahead and talk about the friendship that you had that yes yes so I had a friendship to end um probably last year Mm -hmm. and it was a girl that I had met at my last job um she worked in a I had to I had a certain setup in her office area and so her and I we had kind of like linked together because you know she looks like me I looked like her so we were both uh plus size cute girls and so we were like okay we cute what's up professional what's up professional both had natural hair so we had some commonalities there so we started to and she had to you know ask me certain questions because of the particular field that I'm in and so I also pulled information from her so we connected over a professional relationship at that point you know she was going through a few things personally and I was very strong in this particular area um and I'm talking about relationships at that point and I could give her some advice about relationships and things that I've been through and we related over those personal issues and then we quickly became best friends the girl was funny 
I'm funny. We enjoy eating the same food. It was so much great connection going on between us. And then some of you may have noticed if you follow my personal page that um, I recently changed my last name. Well, guess what? I am getting a divorce. (laughs) Okay. So that's an incredibly stressful thing that went on in my life. And that had been going on and kind of, you know, unraveling, I say, for about a year. And so when you have best friends, you know, let's let's analyze what the name of a best friend is. You're saying not only are you my you my friend, but you're my best. You're at the top of the list regarding my friendships. And so naturally, I'm not always strong, right? No human being is always strong. It's not fair for them always to be the strong backbone. Sometimes you have to depend on your friends to support you. And so when I would tell her the situation, you know, it was devastating to me about what happened. Um, I would confide in her and tell her information and ask for advice and kind of seek through it. And she was there to support me. But then it got to the point that she was like, checking up on me (laughs) continually like did you file for a divorce yet did you do what you and it's like girl I need to sell my house I need to make sure it just was a lot I need to see if I want to save the marriage I mean if you got into a marriage and you're to the point where you think you're gonna it's gonna last forever you debate like, do I want to go ahead and get a divorce? Do I want to go ahead? You you have to do some thinking around that, right? And it's not fair for someone to continually follow up with you like, well, did you call the lawyer yet? Mm-hmm. You asked me this on Monday and it's Wednesday. <laughs> At all times, I don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And so long story short, I had a conversation with her and that's what you have to do when you're friends. And so, you know, you continually following up with me about this very emotional thing it's, it's causing me a little bit more stress because it's making me feel like now you have this expectation of me. And I don't even know if I have this expectation of me. You know, you're following up with me about, did you progress forward and get this divorce? And did you do that? Did you do that? Like somehow I asked you to create a list of to do's for me. When you're in love, when you're thinking that you're going to be married for the rest of your life, when you have all these things that you prayed for, come on, somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, you pray for it, you hope for it, everything was good and you were kind of hit with a surprise. You have to be, you have to think critically as a friend. Should I be following up with this person? Is the tone right? Is the message right? You know, you have to be sensitive and empathetic to that. And she wasn't. So when I told her that in a very nice way, because I was very vulnerable and I didn't want to make her feel how she made me feel. I said, you know, I kind of don't want you to follow up with me every other day. And when I tell you it was every other day, it was like every other day. And it was like, cause I don't know what I want to do. And she was like, oh yeah, I'm just not gonna not do that. She said, I'm just, I'm just going to keep, if I have a question, I'm going to ask you. That's just who I am. And I said, well, that's terrible to hear because that hurts my feelings when you're continually following up about this. It makes me just feel like I'm under a spotlight. Like this is painful information. If I want to share it, let me share it when I want to. Mm-hmm. And so then it it happened again. A few months later, I just kind of, you know, dealt with the friendship because there were so many other good components. And then when I asked her again, she ended the friendship with me. <laughs> she told me, oh no, I'm see, you're you're asking me to be someone who I'm not. You're you keep saying that you're uncomfortable is making me feel like I can't be myself around you. 
Wow. That just blew my motherfucking mind. Yeah. I could not believe that she crazy. did that. And so that was the end of a friendship because I remember she was texting me mm-hmm. and she just said, yeah, but I wish you all the best. And I was like, hold up. Are we ending this? Uh-huh. Are we breaking up? Mm-hmm. You know, this relationship? And she was like, yes. There had to have been some uh, something else going on, like, underneath that. I don't know what it could have been. Right. I, I really don't. I loved her. Mm-hmm. I loved her as a best friend. And it was like, we spent a lot of time together. We we did many of the same things. And it was like, girl, what? Just I'm going from to... that, though, like, just yeah. asking her to filter her comments for just a little bit. That's exactly Until what I work is. through some things. Let me work and through. You this is hard. break up relation, a friendship over that? That just doesn't make sense to me. And then after that, like, I, you know, I, I be trying not to be Saudi, y'all. So I'll be like, I ain't gonna block her. I ain't even gonna block her. I'm gonna let her still be my friend. I'm still gonna... And then she started liking all my damn comments. No! Yeah, that's... If you don't want to be friends, don't be friends at all. So I ended up, yeah. I ended up blocking her, y'all. I, I don't care. <laughs> Judge if you may, but... Judge if you want, but I'm just like, uh uh-uh. So that was very, that was tough for me because I was like, when you're at such a low point, you're like, what am I wrong? I'm already feeling insecure about what's going on in my personal life. Mm -hmm. What's happening? But I don't, I don't know. She never illustrated behaviors like she was jealous of me or that she was hating on me because anything that I did good, I told her the secret to it. Like I was like, girl, you got to make sure you do this, you do that. You know, right. What? Right. Anyway, that ended. So I was like, I, it was a mystery, but you had to do some damn healing after that. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, a few years before that is when I think my first friendship ended, our friendship with oh, someone yeah. ended. So a few years before that, um, well, let me take it back. So um, we had a friend that we've been friends with for junior year of high school. Since junior year of high school. <laughs> And we were very close. Yes. You know, we had like a whole group of friends in high school, actually. Mm-hmm. And she was just one of them that we kept in contact with, you know, after high school, after college, you know, mm-hmm. into adulthood. And um, we ended up going into business together. We started mm-hmm. a catering company. And that was a daggone wreck. It was <laughs> a damn <laughs> I mean, just like going into the, I feel like starting that business is what ended our friendship because mm. we saw so many different things from her you know because we expected her to be at meetings and to yeah. be on time and to be, be accountable. accountable like yeah. us and to contribute like we were and that wasn't happening and instead of uh, making adjustments she would have excuses mm-hmm. um and that was something we were willing to put up with, honestly, mm-hmm. because we were mm-hmm. best friends. We've known each other for so long. So it wasn't like, oh, you're doing all these bad things in business or whatever. We don't want to be friends with you. That's not what happened. What happened was we were her, we were holding her accountable. We were trying to help her through some things in life mm-hmm. um, by giving her advice, by um, trying to support her as much as we, as we could. And she wasn't open to receiving any of that. But you know what? Let me interject here, because when I hear you say that, we were foolish to think that she would take the advice when she never took it in the first place from high school. That's true. There were things she was involved in that she did not she wasn't happy with herself regarding. Right. We all do that. We're human. Mm -hmm. So but when we would give her advice, she would not 
listen to it. She was like, oh yeah, you're right. We spent all this time oh, and energy. Yes. Time and energy giving you examples, research and shit, finding people for you to talk to. <laughs> just all kinds of research like, like we're getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. But that's what friends do, right? Yeah. And you wouldn't take it. So then when we go in business together, not only is that happening, mm-hmm. but you also come up with all kinds of excuses. Like at what point are you going to manage your life that you're satisfied with? To a level that you're satisfied with. And why are we trying to manage your life for you or give you advice to help you learn how to manage it? And you still ain't taking it. And you but still you, take it. But you just come back again with more complaints, crying, depressed. And it's like, at what point do you just stop putting yourself through that? And just like I said a moment ago, when I said sometimes you're not always strong, right? I'm mm-hmm. typically strong, but I am very vocal when I say like, hey, I'm feeling vulnerable. I need some support over here. I'm that person because I'm not ashamed to have feelings. I'm not ashamed that I was hurt. I'm not ashamed that I feel, you know, maybe insecure about some things or I feel confident about some things. But I can't always stay in that place of being sorrowful. Yeah. That's exhausting and taxing Mm -hmm. to my friends. Mm -hmm. And she always stayed in that place. And I know we were growing kind of frustrated with that. But when you add legal matters into it, having a business is a legal agreement. Mm -hmm. You're just like, I don't have to deal with this. Yeah. Cause the business side of things is more cut. And it was, it was tough. It was running tough. that business. Mm-hmm. And we were, it was our first time owning a business. Mm-hmm. We were learning so much and it was a food business on top oh of that, which is like the hardest business to start. So we were doing that all on our own and we were trying to meet, you know, on a schedule and to, and to put in all of work, like to divvy it up between us three. Mm-hmm. And that just, it wasn't working. Um, and so that did add some frustrating frustration to things. And that's why I said, you know, starting that business is what ended our friendship. And it ended while we were still in business together. Well, you know what? I, re- I just had it. I just remember that I remember having a discussion with you and saying, I don't want to be friends with her no more. And I feel like I need to stop being as available as mm-hmm. I am. Because I'm someone who will give you advice immediately. Like, mm-hmm. do you want this advice? Oh, you do? Okay, great. I've been thinking about it before you asked me. You know, I'm that kind of person too. And I know you are. But I told you, I said, I'm re- I'm getting fed up. I'm tired of talking to her about the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of all this good energy and mm-hmm. advice. Like when I give you advice, I'm giving you my best advice. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of you not taking it. Nothing in your life is yeah. changing. Apparently it's getting worse. You're not using any of the resources. Like what? And I said, I need to scale back. And I remember mm-hmm. not answering the phone for her after a while, not being available anytime she would want me to be available. And I'll tell you one thing that really put the nail in the coffin. And I know we have to move on to other stuff, but after my mother passed away, mm-hmm. Y'all know my mama was my best friend. I loved my mama. And I know that sounds crazy. Like you loved your mama. Okay, we all love her mama. Yes, as much as you love your mama, that's how much I love my mama. And I remember after my mother died, she wasn't even cold in the grave. I don't even think we had had the funeral yet. I don't even think the funeral had happened. Mm -hmm. And the girl, our friend had come over and she was like, hey, I just wanted to check up on you and see how things are going. And I tell you, once she walked in my door, she talked, started talking about her problems. And I remember being so zoned out as she was talking and she was talking for a good 20 to 30 minutes straight without stopping, you know, taking account of the room to see if I was engaged or if I was on the brink of tears or anything because my entire mother is dead. 
she just proceeded to talk about her own same problem she's been going through since high school. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, at this point, I refuse to have a friend like this in my life. Now, listen, if you've had a mother die or you had anybody close to you pass away, you don't want someone to tell you, I know how it feels. Because even if their mother died the day before, you had a different relationship with your mother than they had with theirs. Okay, you don't need that. You just need someone to be by your side. And she wasn't doing that at all. She wasn't even saying the offensive things of like, I know what you're going through, even though your mother is healthy and alive, you know. She wasn't trying to do anything that can make me feel better or to let me know that she was there. And that's when I said, even in this grieving moment, you want nothing to do with the concerns of others. Yeah, that's that was the type of person she was, though. She was very take, take, take in a relationship. And I had I was closer to her in high school than you were. Yes. So me and her had a different dynamic. And I think I became accustomed to being her uh, mm. listening board or mm-hmm. whatever because she would just tell me her problems and I would try to help her figure them out because I wanted her to succeed in life. Yep. And yep. I felt like she needed that support. She needed someone to help guide her even though we the same age. Like, I'm, I'm still <laughs> figuring it out too. Mm-hmm. I'm probably giving you horrible advice. I don't know. But, <laughs> right. But we both fucked up. Sounds, but I'm helping you be fucked it, up with me being fucked it up. It sounds better than <laughs> what you're doing. So, right. But it had been happening since we were 15, 16 years old me trying to help and so we're 28 29 years old and i'm still doing the same thing but on a bigger level yeah because now we have real adult problems yeah and so i even after you was like okay i'm done because yeah i change i was still like i'm gonna hang in there a little bit you know i can't just say you know fuck her but you know, I think maybe three, four weeks after you said you was done, I mm-hmm. think that's when I, uh, I eventually was like, okay, I'm done too. Yeah. Because, you know, she didn't want to be in my wedding mm-hmm. because you didn't want to be in my wedding. And right. it was like, bullshit. Like, really? We've been friends for 20 years and you gonna not be in my wedding just because you don't like somebody that's in my wedding? Girl. Get the fuck out of here. All, everything I've done for you, I was pissed. So that's when I said... <laughs> I'm, I'm done. done. I don't want nothing to do with you. And I'm my thing is, if, if my listeners don't know, I have a pretty strong personality. I'm also loving and caring and funny and all that. But let me tell you something. People who are insecure love to blame me for their fucking insecurities. They love <laughs> to be like, it's Alexa. She just, no, it's you. It's you. It's not me. It's not me. You're not going to keep on freaking beating me to death with your freaking complaints and all your hardships and you don't want to do anything about it. You don't want to change your life at all. And that's very human. It's very human nature for people to um, be salty when you decide you don't want them in their lives. So for example, say you're in a relationship with somebody and they're stressing you the fuck out, whatever relationship it is. And you say, you know what? I I need some time. I need some space to think. An insecure person about to freak the fuck out about that. You mean you want a moment in silence to think if I'm worthy to be in your life? Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And so when I started separating myself from her, mm-hmm. she was freaking out. Yeah. And then when you start separating yourself from her, she was freaking out. Yeah, oh, we're yeah. no longer she brought your up all kinds of shit when she started to feel that. Hey. She all kinds of stuff like, you and Alexis have a better relationship than me and you. And, I'm, and, and she said that for years. She that, did. And I'd be like, well, we have a different relationship. Like, it has nothing to do with you. We right. are close. Right. But she kept bringing it up. And then as soon as we started backing away, it became all about that. Like, Indeed. You care more about her than me. And blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, whatever. Bye. Right. Whatever. Bye. bye. That's the end of that. 
And and that really and she still she still anytime our names are mentioned, she has to bring it up. She has to be like, well, they had a better relationship and it was Alexis. And what did Alexis do? Say she was tired of your shit? <laughs> gently? I said it even gently. I was caring when I told you get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> I was caring. I was like, you know, I don't think this is really working out. Like, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Girl, bye. Toodles. Toodles, niggas. So, (laughs) toodles, niggas. (laughs) So, anyway, clearly we riled up from that. (laughs) Because it's like, what the entire fuck? So, anyway. That just brought up so many different things. It sure got half that shit. Yeah, I'm telling you. We, oh my God. So, lastly, y'all. Last example. Damn, this is the last example. We gonna just kind of, we trying to keep this episode short, but I know y'all want to hear it. (laughs) And we gonna give y'all some tidbits at the end now. So we gonna give you some takeaways. It all all ain't just, you know, sharing of, you know, the tea. But the last situation, I know many of you may have known if you follow us on social media, our personal pages on social media, you know that we had a girls group. Mm-hmm. So the girls group is made up of, was made up of five people, right? Yeah, five of five, us. Yeah. Five of us. And it was a mixture, <clears throat> excuse me, of girls who had been connected to me. Um, mainly it was connected to me. Shannon's my best friend. Yeah, I was about to say the names. Girl, no. Shannon's my best friend. Then we have another person who's my best friend. And then... The, another person who was our best friend from high school and we still consider our best friend and then there was a girl who also was connected to me through she was from high school as well. from high school right mm-hmm. yes so um and the re- we all were connected to each other except the other best friend i referenced i met her in college and then all of us kind of knew each other from high school um so anyway we had rekindled mm-hmm. well two of the five had rekindled with us um, when I had a birthday party. It was my 30th birthday party and um, we had had it at um, at Papado's. <clears throat> and so my husband had created a party for us, um, for me, and then he invited all these people. And so that's when we had I'd invited everybody to help me have an unpack and wine party. So I provided the wine and everybody helped me unpack, which we barely did any of that shit. We unpacked the kitchen only. And then um, from there, we was like, we need to do this all the time. So we started meeting every other month. Mm -hmm. We went on vacations, went to Mexico, went to New Orleans, Florida. Tampa. Tampa. Oh my God. We had a blast. A blast. And it was a... mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say, it was, you know, we were a great group of friends. Yeah. We just all we all had very different personalities um but mm-hmm. they meshed really well because we <clears throat> could offer each other advice about different things you know giving different scenarios and stuff like that um but it was really great like it was, everybody was funny everybody was like really enjoying each other yeah. for most of our friendship and i think it lasted a lot of <clears throat> a lot of what had happened was we found joy in having a sacred kind of girls group. Mm -hmm. It really seemed unlike any other friendship we had been in with a group of girls. Mm -hmm. We were all willing to travel. We were all willing to cook. We were all willing to clean up after parties. We were all willing to share. We were all willing to disagree Mm -hmm. and talk it out. I mean, we talked about everything from sex to relationships to whatever. And we all had different ideas of what that meant. And even if someone was like, said something so bizarre, bizarre, (laughs) we were just like, okay, I don't know about that for me, but tell me more about it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or, hey, that's fine. Wow, I didn't know that. And you really mm-hmm. got to know each other. You Very know, intimately. Intimately. Yeah. And so time had progressed and, you know, it just unraveled. It just unraveled. Earlier this year. Earlier this year. It was just... Uh, we're not going to go into details of exactly what happened, but basically we had a disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was very simple. It was very sim- simple. When we have disagree. Okay. When we disagree on things like, I don't know if we were talking about what do you think an ideal relationship is? Somebody might say ABC. Somebody else might say XYZ. That's not the disagreement we're talking mm-hmm. about because that allows you a platform to explain your point and maybe open the minds of others. This was a disagreement about something that to me was very common sense. Mm-hmm. This was a hard black and white situation that we were saying, hey, please do this because yeah. that's what's right. And when that wasn't done, and we try to explain us and another one of the friends try to explain like this was done. We didn't like it. Can we have a conversation about that so mm-hmm. we can move past this? Three months went past. No, no conversation. No response. No response. No, I'm sorry, but this worked better for me. No, <laughs> let's talk about this. You know, later on, I acknowledge what you guys are saying. Nothing. It was as if our friendship just didn't mean a damn thing. And when I when when I think about this now, we often got so vulnerable with each other. We cried so much together about things that hurt us. I mean, the girls knew about when I was um, contemplating divorce, when mm-hmm. I was um, pushing forward the, with the divorce. They knew the intricacies and the details of what happened. We all knew about everything, mm-hmm. struggles that we had, learning the budget, learning the whatever. We were so open and vulnerable with each other why couldn't you have said i am i'm i i i can't even find the words to express to you girls that i disagree with you or i need time or i'm afraid to even have a conversation in person with you which in my opinion would have been crazy anyway that we were so (laughs) open but if you were like i don't even want to be put on front street i feel like this is gonna put me on front street if i talk about my side of this why couldn't you say that we had such a fluid open relationship Mm -hmm. and you can do that you can do that you just the only response we got was three months later and it was ending the friendship well well before that you know there was um that person tried to like have facetimes and stuff like that where i guess we were supposed to ignore the fact that you ignored us yeah and that didn't work because it was just like uh no thank you we're still gonna bring this up yeah we're gonna talk this she invited us to like a social distancing wine party like a virtual wine tasting you know like everybody go buy their own wine and i was like i love that idea i miss y'all i love y'all you know i care for y'all literally these were the words that i was saying Mm -hmm. But then I say, but I feel like it's only right that we kind of talk out what the issue was last time. Let us meet in person, social distance, and let us just talk it out because I feel some kind of way, you know, feel ignored. And I know you probably feel ignored, blah, blah, blah. Can we do that? And she broke up with us. I just don't it's just so crazy because when you when I think back to all those messages we were sending because me uh, you and the other person that was kind of like in agreement with us 
we put some long messages in that group. Yes. They were very gentle messages. And intentional. And, inten- and intentional. And, you know, describing our feelings. We were really open. We were really, like, not calling nobody out. We weren't saying, what the fuck you do? I can't believe you did right. It was just like, can we talk about this? Like, And I, we I were taking it with language like, we love you. We yeah. care for you. We don't want this Let's friendship talk to this end. Out. We talk about everything. Let's just talk this out. What's going on? Nothing. No. And, didn't even acknowledge it. That just, it was a huge eye opener when she sent that last message, message just saying like, this group wasn't what I thought it was Eesh. because of something so small. It was just an eye opener to how important the relationship was in the beginning but that tells you when there's a difference between takers and and givers yeah givers and receivers yeah so she was a receiver and then the other girl who was in the group she ain't say nothing (laughs) so i'm sorry if you watch a murder happen and you don't say anything or you just drop somebody off to go murder somebody your ass is an accomplice Mm -hmm. and we even asked her in particular hey person what are your thoughts on this and she was very uh, she she cut us the fuck down she was like, oh, I'm trying to keep uh, some kind of comment about I'm trying to keep peace or peace in my life. OK, Maya Angelou. <laughs> I mean, That's the thing true, is, we were not even hectic. When I tell no. you, we reread our messages so many times. Like, did we come off any kind of way? It's a point of people don't want to have discussions they don't want to have. They don't. And you have to push through when you're in relationships. Some people don't know how to have open, honest relations. No nope. conversations. They just don't know how to receive criticism. No. They don't know how to push through uncomfortableness. Yeah. And like, that's really hard. It was hard for me to learn how to do that. But I learned it a long time ago. That Mm -hmm. was a part of my growing process as a fucking human being. Mm -hmm. And some people don't go through that. Like I told Mm -hmm. my niece, her mom Mm -hmm. did not learn how to live in an uncomfortable state so that she can work through things. And that's why they always are fighting and she's always kicking her out and stuff like that. Yeah. Because she doesn't know how to work through shit. Yep. You just want to ignore it. You want to push it away. And if you can't ignore it because someone's trying to hold you accountable, then you just want to end the relationship. That's right. That's right. And I don't need to be friends with people like that. Mm-mm. I don't. And and the thing that gets me is that you almost start discounting all the fluffy shit that people say when it's not tough in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe in quality relationships. You need to walk it out. You need to work it out. You need to push through it. You need to do whatever. Just like with my marriage. I say all that stuff still believed it you know but you're not gonna do whatever the fuck you wanna do and think I'ma be there <laughs> you're not gonna do that no, no. there's a limit to the love that I can give somebody write that down out there <laughs> there's a limit to the love that I can give you yes because I care for myself I care for and myself I love myself first I have got to love myself first Always. because when your ass is out there having a good time, when you're out there lollygagging or doing real business shit, whatever you're doing, I'm left with my own thoughts and my own feelings. Mm-hmm. And if I don't take care of me, I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. It ain't even about I got to love myself so I can love you. Baby, no. if I don't love myself, I'm fucked up mentally, emotionally, physically. I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in that. Not at this age. I'm not interested in that. Mm -hmm. The Lord blesses me with another breath every moment and I'm going to maximize it. Okay. I'm not going to have people, places and things in my life that don't enjoy being there. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. It's not an angry comment. It's not a whatever, you know, whatever. And, and I'm not 
to above saying when relationships end, you're salty. I was salty. I was like, damn, y'all done with me. What's the, what's yeah. the deal? It was it was very shocking. Like I was shocked. I was shocked too, I was, girl. I said we were but, so close. I think that's how it was. Is we were so close and for it to end the way that it did so dramatically for something so small it was just like okay well maybe y'all ain't give a shit this whole time well you know she's like i said she's a she's a taker and well she gives but she gives a lot that is like uh, nobody asked for that you get what i'm saying like we didn't ask for giving superficial giving yeah and but when it's like can you give to me emotionally because i'm an emotional i mean people out here with mental illnesses for real mm-hmm. people out here with real mental struggles like you know people go to counseling people got uh, b- b- real relationships ending other relationships ending you can't just always want to just give them like oh i bought you a candle mm-hmm. bitch i'm crying over here I'm crying because my marriage ended. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to be there for me? Yeah. And I promise it won't consume all of our friendship just right now. Right. Just help me right now. Right. And so, you know, she wasn't down for that. And then when we had to, you know, kind of check her and say, hey, uh, I don't like the way you kind of handled that situation. It offended three out of the five people in the group. She, She wasn't having it. So, you know. I think that brings us to our, you know, points that we have learned and we hope that you all can benefit from it as well. Um, you know, when managing relationships, you've got to continually take account of who is in your life. Okay. Continually do that. And we were doing that. There are some things that you can't prepare for. Like, you know, I think, I think we could have sharpened our, um, sharpened our senses a little bit because we did feel like, okay, there's a little superficial, some of the giving that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You kind of seem to be consumed with yourself, you know, mm-hmm. around COVID. She was very consumed with herself, but we were greatly impacted as well, fearing that we would right. lose our job. She didn't have that fear. She was the one person who didn't have that fear of losing her job because mm-hmm. she was needed. So for us, it was like, thank God we were praying that, wow, I hope we're not impacted financially. So those are the situations where it's like you show that you're not really down the ride, Mm -hmm. but continually. So anyway, we had seen some of the behaviors, you know, uh, come to a head there. And we, I don't think. I don't know if we were just so forgiving because that's what friendship calls for or if we weren't sharp enough where it's like, okay, well, this is a deal breaker. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It may have been like, like, you know, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, people aren't perfect. Yeah. Your friendships aren't going to be perfect. So, of course, there's these flaws, things that annoy you, Mm -hmm. but you're willing to look past it for the overall Mm -hmm. friendship. Like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather have them in my life than just continually be annoyed by this one mm-hmm. aspect of them. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. We just was like, okay, you know, it is what it is. That's just who they are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't to the point where we were like, okay, I can't deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until that Until big thing happened. happened. <laughs> yeah. So that big thing happened. Yeah. So, you know, continually keep account um, mm-hmm. of, you know, the people, places and things in your life. And if they're not making you happy, try to make a change. Mm-hmm. And if they still don't make a change, you know, then you've got to, purge that that or those things out of your life because you're trying to find joy yeah and hopefully your friends are willing to work through these disagreements um instead of just ending friendships because um friendships take a lot of work and a lot of time and when they end it's just like damn 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I have is memories now. And <laughs> okay, who's gonna be my friend now? So, um, but yeah, all friendships um, with disagreements, with arguments, you know, don't have to end. Still, we can work things out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very important. Also, I just wanted to say that you know we're not perfect. That's not Mm-mm. what we're trying to say in no. this podca- uh, podcast. That we were completely perfect in all of these friendships. Right. Of course no. not. You know, mm-hmm. as we said before, I'm sure we annoy people too. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as the the examples that we've given you, we've been extremely honest um, from our perspective. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you can relate to it somehow and um, learn from it so that you can yeah, do things differently into your relationships. And if you don't learn anything else from what we're saying, what we're saying, if you don't learn, if you don't have any other takeaways, but that communication is key. We were trying to, or at least I felt like we were trying to communicate. We sent very lengthy text messages. We tried to call, we tried to meet up. We tried to do so many things with these people. I expressed my vulnerability, my situation to my previous Mm -hmm. friendship. We had talked to the other person Mm -hmm. who we were in business with about, hey, this is kind of weighing on me. If the other person is not willing to communicate or if they don't feel like you're communicating in a a palatable way, a a Mm -hmm. way that's palatable to them, one of those parties have to speak up. Yes. Somebody has speak up. Just speak up. Like (laughs) if if Shannon's telling me something and I'm like, I really don't I don't like the way you're saying that. Can you even if it's just for my ears to be pleasant to my ears, can you say what you mean but in a more considerate way? Speak about it. Because ultimately, do you care about having this friendship? So you may deduce that you can do things differently. You can learn from our mistakes, which hopefully that's the goal um, that you have by listening to this and not just to sip piping hot tea. But, (laughs) you know, try to do that. But it takes two to tango. You know, it it takes two people to build a a positive relationship. Absolutely. And then I would say lastly, and I think we can agree on this, is that make sure you do your healing. I don't care if you ended the relationship. I don't care if they ended it with you. I don't care if y'all just went your separate ways. It is a breakup. Mm-hmm. It is a breakup. You have invested so much time and energy and love and money and gifts and all these things, all these, all this thoughtfulness you put toward mm-hmm. that or time, even if you really don't give a damn about their presence, but they're just there who you play video games with. Now you're missing a damn uh, what, what's a video game? Crash Bandicoot Partner. <laughs> Sega Genesis. I don't know video games. Well, you know what I'm saying? Old ass video games. <laughs> Donkey Kong Partner. Playing Partner. You know, you are missing that person. So you know that's going to cause a void in your life. Do your healing. Mm-hmm. Do you need to pray? Do you need to meditate? Do you need to look on damn Pinterest? You know, they yeah. got answers for everything on Pinterest. You know, <laughs> Look up some shit somebody put on Google. Talk to your parents. Talk to your other friends. You you know, like I said, start exercising, doing something, meeting new people, going to counseling, whatever you need to do. Because I know our generation, before our generation really doesn't believe in counseling. But I'm somebody who says, whatever your healing looks like, Mm -hmm. let it be effective. Mm -hmm. You know, because ending a friendship, especially somebody who you call a best friend or someone who you spend a lot of your time with or you're getting to know and you're excited about you know that can hurt Mm -hmm. and don't you dare make yourself feel bad for having feelings around that absolutely 
Absolutely. So guess we'll go ahead and end it there. I think it was a great season finale. I do too. It's, I do too. It's, it's been quite a, a year. I think it's been like six months since we started this thing. It has been. So it's been quite a journey. I've had such a good time recording with you, Alexis, my best friend. I love you, girl. I love you. Me too. I'm glad that we have a healthy friendship. Me too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad, glad that we, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be Check on me. If me and Shannon ain't best friends, <laughs> check on me. Okay. I'm not doing well. I'm right, not. Right, right. We've been through some shit. Yeah. Right? We ain't going nowhere. We're going to be old as hell. That's right. We're cracking up together. <laughs> so you can look forward to about 20 more seasons of Y'all Say <laughs> least <laughs> at least at least so um yeah so don't forget to follow us on social media at y'all some real ones and also you can email us at y'all some real ones at gmail.com if you have any questions comments or feedback on our podcast please make sure that you subscribe like follow our podcast on whatever platform that you listen to us on and share and promote us to um help us get the word out about our podcast we'll be doing some heavy marketing over the next few months to prepare us for season two, mm-hmm. which is not coming until 2021, but it's going to come. It's coming. And it's coming strong. It's y'all. coming strong. So until then, you have so many episodes that you can listen to. We have, I think, 11, 12. I don't want to brag. Let's not I brag. Mean, Let's not I tell the figure it out. <laughs> about it. We're not going to tell him the number. Okay, we're going to keep that to ourselves. So, but you can check it out on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, Anchor. Like always, it's been a pleasure talking to y'all. Oh, we one almost, more thing. We almost forgot something. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Be patient. Hold on. <laughs> one more thing. Follow us on our personal pages as well if you like. You can follow Alexis at Alexis the Great. That's T-H-A- on Instagram and you can follow me at the Shambi on Instagram you know what y'all have been the realest ones yet mm-hmm. y'all the realest ones y'all the first ones so we appreciate it the first ones is always the realest mm-hmm. we'll talk to y'all in a couple months my eyes aren't welling right now <laughs> I don't even know what to say I'm like <laughs> bye <laughs> Email us if y'all want to. Reach out. Reach out to us.